to PropCast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $100, and get $100 at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. State restrictions apply. Roster brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Squares Contest. A $1,000 prize pool and completely free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter today. And Roster brought to you by SGPN's Big Game Bingo. $57 of SGPN gift cards for every bingo winner exclusively on the SGPN app. Welcome, everyone, to the PropCast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Friday, February 3rd, currently 12.09 on the East Coast. Here to talk about some all-star snubs, I should say. And we'll get into our player props as usual. But joining me here, you guys know him as a voice as the NFL gambling podcast and of course on the college basketball experience it's Ryan McIntyre Ryan what's going on my man oh what's up moon off yeah no you mentioned it we are at the point uh before you know it's gonna be the trade deadline now that we're at the all-star break so kind of the stretch run of the NBA season this is uh really when I start tuning into the NBA even more and starting to see some trends teams quitting teams that are going to go on a run here uh into April and May into the playoffs yeah, this is the time right now. If you haven't really been following the NBA, I know with uh, the NFL uh, with one game left with with a big game, um, people are going to start tuning into the NBA. But yeah, like you mentioned, trade deadline is next week uh, for the NBA. Uh, a little after that, we have the All Star game as well. So uh, it's it's really a big month for the NBA uh, uh, this month. You know, like I mentioned with with like you and like you mentioned there, uh, Ryan that. Now is probably the time we start seeing teams starting to sell off pieces, whether they want to quote unquote go into the tank mode or teams that want to acquire, you know, another player or two to kind of solidify their roster to make a, you know, playoff run or become, you know, contenders in their respective conferences. But um, yeah, I'm definitely looking forward to the trade deadline. I know a lot of uh, names have been floating around. Uh, I think we'll probably do a special episode next week. Um, well, trade deadline is next Thursday, so uh, we'll come back on Friday and we'll discuss all the trades. I think that'll be a fun episode to get into as well as the player props. But, um, yeah, Ryan, all-star uh, reserves were announced last night in the NBA. Um, some well-deserving guys on the list, but some guys that maybe kind of made you scratch your head a little bit. Before we actually get into those reserves here, Ryan, I, I wanted to ask you this question. I think this is a conversation that maybe the Twitterverse has been having over the past I don't know how long about how all-star selections to be made are to be made because when the fans get involved in the voting, it pretty much just turns into a popularity contest, right? And yep. a lot of times we don't get to see players that are deserving to be in or selected to an all-star game. And I think it kind of goes both ways. Um, and for me, the number one thing that kind of sticked out to me, I think a lot of you know national media are talking about this, that there should be a criteria 
that a player has to play X amount of games by the time you get to the voting period or by the by the time the all-star game rolls around for them to be in the all-star game or be selected to be on the all-star team. I don't know what your thoughts are about that, but I a hundred percent kind of agree with that take. Yeah, no, I agree. And this is the problem with the all-star game and kind of why it's, I think gone down in terms of the importance of it. It used to be a huge thing, but now with all the fan voting, it's turned into a popularity contest. I mean, you got guys like Darren Fox and Jalen Brunson that are having monster years, deservingly so, in playoff chases that that don't make it just because they're not a household name. I mean, the Kings haven't been good in twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> and they're currently sitting at what fourth place? Three seed. Yeah. yeah, three seed right now <laughs> in the Western Conference. I know that uh, Sabonis got in. Demontis Sabonis, well deserved as well getting uh, selected as a reserve. But, you, yeah, I mean, you take a look at some of the names, and let's just get into the list here. So we'll just go by conference. And, and um, Ryan, we're just gonna, I'm going to do a rapid fire with you. I'll, I'll just list mm. off the name of guys from each conference, and then you tell me if they were deserving of getting into the All-Star game or not. So we'll start We'll start with the West. I think there's more – I think there's more – I don't know. Now, priority is probably not the word, but more questionable names that did get in to uh, the all-star team. So I'll, let's just go right down the list here. So first name, Paul George, LA Clippers. Yes or no? I don't think so. I mean, he, he missed some time. So I think he, he gets in because he's of his name. Yeah, I agree with that 100%. Yeah. And he only played, let me see if I can find Paul George on the list here. I mean, ter- terrific player, but like, I, yeah. if I deservingly so for an all star appearance, I don't think he deserved it. So, a- another guy that got in because of the popularity contest. Yeah, I was trying to see how many games he's actually played this season. Uh, when you're not even on the. He's only played in. 38 games this season, which is yeah. too bad, but. When your team has played, let's see here. Clippers have now played 55 games. So, yeah, he's missed, what, 17 games there. I think that you should probably – we're a little past the halfway point. I think 41 to like 40, something that 40 range where I think that should be the criteria where players should – you know, amount of games that you should have played. I know injuries are part of the game, but – uh, like you mentioned there, uh, Ryan, that other players are well-deserving. All right, so let's keep going on the list. Uh, I think no-brainer here, SGA. Yeah, he he earned it. That was not a popularity contest. Yeah, I mean, for the amount of points that he's putting up and, and really how well I, we can say Oklahoma City Thunder have been playing, um, definitely well-deserved to be on the All-Star game. Uh, all right, Jaron Jackson Jr., Memphis. So this one I struggle with. I don't think he should have been on the team. I, I He's having a good year, but I, I think he's just below of an all-star. I mean, he's averaging, what, 16 and 7. Solid year, but mm-hmm. I think there were some better guys out there to uh, fill that spot. Yeah, look, he's having a great defensive year, right? Yeah. Um, there's no question about that. I think he right now is the odd-on favorite to win uh, Defensive Player of the Year, but he's only played in 35 uh, games of yep. the uh, 52. Time. Yep. Yeah, that uh, that he is. But I think this one was the biggest head scratcher for me. So I think we're in agreement about that. Uh, Dame. Uh, yeah, I, he's averaging over 30 points a game. I know that the Blazers are not in the playoffs, but they're right there. I mean, that, where would they be without him? I agree 100 um, percent. Lori Markinen. Yeah, we, we touched on this and uh, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, most, most improved. improved yeah, yeah, most improved market. I mean, he's having a monster year. It's one of the big reasons why the Jazz are where they're at in the standings. 
Um, and then John Morant and Damon, it's a bonus, like I mentioned earlier. Yeah, Last it's time. hard to argue against John Morant. I mean, he's he's having a monster year. The Grizzlies are good in the Western Conference at the two seed. And then Sabonis, somebody had to make it from Sacramento, although I think Fox should have made it too. Yeah, I think the one thing, and again, I know the positions and all that kind of come into it, uh, but I think for at least Paul George and Triple J, I think De'Aaron Fox should have definitely gotten an over Paul George. Um, and then I think another snub um, for the Western Conference. Uh, God, who's the other guy? Did you have anybody else in mind that was deserving? In the West, no, not so much. In the, I, I mean, I know some people wanted uh, Devin Booker, but I mean, he oh, Anthony Edwards. You could argue yeah, Edwards was the other one. There you yeah, go. Yeah, Anthony Edwards. I mean, he's getting better and better. So I think he he should have gotten a look to be an All Star. Yeah, those were the uh, couple names there that I was looking at, at least in the Western Conference, that should have gotten in Anthony Edwards and De'Aaron Fox over Triple J and um, uh, Paul George. Uh, so let's quickly go over to the Eastern side, uh, Eastern Conference here, Ryan. I'll, I'll again, go through the list here. Uh, Bam Adebayo, Miami Heat. I struggle with this one. I actually think that he did deserve it, so I will say yes to Bam. Uh, he's played all the games. He's averaging twenty-two and ten, and I mean, he, he's he's consistent down there in Miami. Yeah, I, I didn't I didn't have a problem with this one either. I was a little bit on the fence about it. I agree with you, but um, you know, he he's probably been the one guy that's been the more consistent player for the Miami Heat that's been on the floor. And I, I think you and I said this a couple pods ago: is that the best thing you can do for your team. Uh, is be available. And I think Bam Adebayo has been that guy for the Miami Heat. Uh, All right, next guy on the list, Jalen Brown, Boston Celtics. I don't think Jalen Brown should have been an all-star. I think this one was more based off of name. I think there were better guys that were equipped. I mean, I know he's eh, he is averaging 27, actually. So I, I, I... I thought, man, I didn't think he was averaging 27. I thought he was closer to like 22. Yeah, so I'm going to flip here. Yeah, he did deserve it. Yeah, again, again, Boston right now is the number one seed in that Eastern Conference. Obviously, Jason Tatum being a starter for them. um, But, you know, sometimes Jalen Brown kind of gets forgotten about in the fold. But he's been as important uh, as uh, to the success so far this season for the Boston Celtics. So I I didn't have a problem with this one. Um, All right, next guy on the list, DeMar DeRozan. Yes, kind of, kind of like Jalen Brown. Although his team is not winning as much, I mean, puts up great numbers. Uh, the Bulls obviously are not as good as the Celtics, but they're in the mix of the playoffs. So I think you can make an argue, argument for DeRozan. They depend on him so much there in Chicago. Yeah, I agree one hundred percent. Our next two names on the list probably no brainers here: Joel Embiid and Tyrese Halliburton. Yes, yes, yeah. I mean, Joel Embiid. I know he missed a little bit of time, but I mean. He was the main guy. Why they had a what at one time a nine ten game win streak. He yeah. thirty three and ten. He's a monster. Yeah, and then Tyrese we talked about for the uh, most improved player of the year market. Yeah, came back yesterday uh, against what well, was the Lakers last night. He put up I think twenty six and twelve assists. So it looks like he picked up right where he left off. Uh, I think he missed about two weeks here with that elbow injury. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right, and then last two guys on the list: uh, Drew Holiday for the Milwaukee Bucks, and then Julius Randle for the New York Knicks. So Drew Holiday's the one. He's missed yeah. time. I, I I don't get this one. Why he's an All Star? I think you got better guy. I think you can make an argument for Jalen Brunson over uh, Drew Holiday. I think he's having a monster year in New York. Um, I, I just don't see why Drew Holiday got the nod over these guys, other than it's a familiar name and he plays for a good team. I know James Harden thinks that he should have been an all-star as well. 
Yeah, look, Drew Holiday has played in 41 games so far this year. Same number as game as Giannis, actually. Um, but yeah, this one was more of a head-scratcher for me, for sure, uh, in the Eastern Conference. And then Julius Randle, uh, look, he, he's been a monster this year for uh, the New York Knicks, for sure. But I feel like his teammate is probably a little more deserving uh, to be in the all-star game in Jalen Brunson, just because, I mean, he's just been on a stretch for the past month or so where he's just been an absolute monster for this New York Knicks team here, Ryan. Yeah, I agree. I know Randall's got good numbers as well, but I, I like Brunson. The other guy that I head scratching that he didn't get a nod was uh, Siakam yeah. in Toronto. So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a five. He's averaging 25, eight and six. I, that's all, sir. I don't care who you got to boot off. Maybe Jalen Brown would have been the odd man out in terms mm-hmm. of getting somebody off this uh, roster, but Siakam's got to be on there too. Yeah, I mean, look, for him to average, like you just mentioned, 25 and 8 this season for a Toronto Raptors team that has, you know, been subpar this season, uh, I definitely thought that those guys should have gotten in uh, over um, uh, uh, Drew Holiday, I'm sorry, and and maybe Jalen Brown is probably the other name. But, yeah, you also mentioned James Harden. You know, uh, I know he missed time as well with a foot injury. I think he's only played in – I know he's probably played in 40-plus games here, but let me just double-check on his stats. So this season he's played – yeah, he only played 34 games. So I get it. I know. But, again, in that Eastern Conference where you have just just, just so much talent – um, it's really hard for, you know, it's it's going to be someone's going to get left out. And, and I think for the Eastern Conference, it was James Harden. But, I, Ryan, for James Harden this season, he's starting to look like the guy he was when he was with Houston. I, obviously, not the, the, the amount of scoring. It's not – doesn't have to be there uh, for James Harden like it was when he was with the Rockets because he does have other pieces on this team like Joel Embiid, uh, Tyrese Maxey on this team where he's not really relied on having to score so much. But I, I still feel like that James Harden should have gotten because when healthy, this guy is still one of the best scorers in the in the in the uh, in the association when he needs to be. Yeah, no, I and uh, sneak peek. He may be in uh, one of our props here tonight. <laughs> yeah, sneak peek for sure. Uh, he's gonna. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a big night here tonight. We'll get into that for sure. So I think that there's gonna be some agreement here from myself and uh, Ryan for our player props. Um, Ryan, anything else overall for maybe anything else that we kind of missed maybe here for these All Star snubs or for for the guys that were selected overall. No, I I know Jimmy Butler as well was another name that kind of got thrown out for missing it, but uh, I mean you can make the argument, but I mean Jimmy Butler, I don't when I think of him, I don't think of All Star. I think of just winner in the playoffs. So I he'll he'll trade his All Star appearance if it means that he could go on a run again in uh, June. Yeah, again, another guy that was kind of in and out of the lineup this season. So, you know, we talked a lot about the Miami Heat not only on the propcast but also on the NBA pod about how it was just an adventure just going through their injury report from for the mm-hmm. past couple of months. I know finally they have their guys, most of their guys healthy. They've, they've been in rumors about trades, whether it's been, you know, trading Kyle Lowry or maybe a couple of their other pieces on this roster. But um, yeah, they've really struggled with uh, injuries, but you know, we saw this team, they, they made it uh, in the bubble to the uh, NBA finals and the, in a couple of years after that to the Eastern conference finals. So, when healthy, I think this team is very difficult to beat. They also do have one of the better coaches in the association in Eric, Eric Spolstra. Uh, so I think that, you know, for Jimmy, you're right, that I think that he would trade the uh, all-star appearance or all-star selection for for definitely a deep playoff run or getting a, a championship ring. 
Maybe not this season, but but hopefully in the foreseeable future if you're a Miami Heat fan. Yeah, no, no doubt. I love Jimmy Butler. Yeah, I agree. Uh, all right, so yeah, we kind of went through it there. Some of them were pretty much no brainers, but again, again, some of these guys were our head scratchers for us. And again, I, I think we're both in agreement about you know who should have gotten it. I think uh, another name that we didn't mention there, uh, Ryan Trey Young. Yes, I, I totally forgot about Trey Young. Uh, he has monster numbers. Uh, yeah, I, he, he's deserving as well. I know he was. I know he's bitter about it as well. <laughs> I know. I know. Like maybe, maybe just because Jalen Brown's averaging twenty-seven doesn't mean he automatically gets a nod or DeRozan. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think you got to find a way to get him on the team too. Yeah, it's twenty-seven points, nine point nine assists. Uh, I mean, just round it up to 10. He's almost averaging a double-double this season for the Atlanta Hawks, and that's a good along with DeJounte Murray on this roster uh, for the uh, for the Atlanta Hawks. So uh, it's it's really difficult because, you know, it's, it's a guard league now, right, Ryan? And, and we kind of talk yeah. about it, there's just so many good guards and there's only so many positions that are available at the All-Star, on the All-Star team that maybe you get rid of, I don't know, get rid of the positions or maybe just have two or three big men and everything else is kind of positionless. And I think the most deserving guys, I don't know. I don't know what the solution is. I'm just thinking out loud here, but yeah, I mean, you, you talk about Trey young, Jalen Brunson, James Harden, Pascal, I think all those guys should have got in, but there's just, just, there's just so many spots available to be on a team. Yeah. And you mentioned it with, uh, it, it is a positionless league. It's like the positions don't mean anything anymore. LeBron is a point guard. It's uh, or yeah. a point forward, whatever you want to call him. He has the ball. I know it used to be he was a small forward, but he has the ball in his hands on every single possession. Uh, you see it with multiple guys or Kawhi Leonard as well. So it's, uh, I mean, yeah. uh, Giannis. So it's, uh, it's completely changed. It's your superstars and then your others is, is basically what the NBA has turned into. Yeah. I mean, look, you talk about some of the big men in the league. Joel Embiid, okay, maybe a traditional big man, but he can still bring the ball up the four. Jokic, Joker. I think we can put yeah. Joker. You can put into that classification where he's a guy that can bring the ball up the four floor too, and play that yeah. hard uh, role. Um, I think the only traditional maybe big man you probably think of are like DeAndre Ayton, uh, Rudy Gobert. I think those are the really the names that kind of really come to mind as trying like as far as traditional big men come in the league. Yeah, no, I All agree. Right. It's completely yeah. changed. Yeah, I agree 100%. All right, uh, before we get into our player props here, let me tell everyone about our presenting sponsor here, Ryan. That's going to be WinBet. WinBet is the official online sportsbook of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. WinBet is active in a bunch of states, and there are a ton of ways to win, including live betting and same-game parlays, also known as WinBets Build Your Own Bet. The big game is here, and WinBet has you covered. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. If you're ready to play, sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet 100, get 100. Limited state availability. And, of course, if you hit the biggest long shot parlay of the week, you get a $1,000 free credit. There's so much to choose from. All you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet so they know that we sent you. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-I-N-N-B-E-T. Offers up to change terms and conditions at WinBet.com. Must be 20 years or older and present in the state where play through WinBet is available. If you or somebody you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right, Ryan. Friday night in the association. We'll give out our player props as usual. Why don't you lead us off for your first player prop for tonight? What do you got? 
Uh, I'm going to go to the guy that was bitter about not getting there, James Harden. I'm going over 32.5 points and assists. He's playing the Spurs tonight, too, who are a terrible defensive team. And I'm looking at what he's done against those San Antonio Spurs. I split it like when when looking at what they've done in their careers against the Spurs, you got to like cut it off when Tim Duncan retired and all the their core retired because they're a different franchise over these last two, three years. And since um, he's co- come over from the Rockets to the Eastern Conference, he's averaging 24 points and 12 assists against these Spurs. So I'm going to take over 32 and a half. That number's a little short. I expect a big night from Harden. Yeah, I mean, I'll just leave this off. This is this was my best bet for today. James Harden points and assists uh, over thirty two and a half. And we we talk about the All Star snub, right? And again, I, I we know you and I were talking offline about it for for the outline for the show. And after the All Star reserves were announced, uh, he went to his Instagram and he said the disrespect. And I I think that he really did take it personally. Uh, did James Harden insert the Michael Jordan meme there? Um, so you talked about, you know, going up against the, uh, San Antonio Spurs here tonight where he's had plenty of success now for me, I I don't want to play conspiracy here, Ryan, but I I feel like we see Joel Embiid questionable here tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. I would not be surprised if Joel Embiid sat here tonight and they just gave gave the ball to James Harden and let him go out and, and put up monster numbers here tonight, which was why I also sprinkled on his triple double here tonight. It's at plus five fifty. I think that might be a, a bet that you also do want to get on on. I'll give you a huge parlay at the end of the night as far as triple doubles go, but the first leg of that parlay is going to be a James Harden triple double at plus five fifty. But Outside of all the all-star stuff, you you hit the nail on the head about how much success that he's had against the San Antonio Spurs, even when he did leave, excuse me, the Rockets. He's had 11 or more assists in five straight games since he went over to the Eastern Conference. You mentioned the points there, um, 30 points, 18, 26, 37, and 12. He's had triple doubles in three of the five, uh, sorry, two of the five games since he went over to the Eastern Conference. The last game, which he was with the or earlier this season against the Spurs as a member of the Philadelphia 76ers. He did finish up with 12 points, one rebound short of a triple-double. Uh, he also had 12 assists in that game as well. So I think it's going to be a huge James Harden night here. I'll lead it off with my best bet. You're on the same bet here. Uh, points and rebounds over 32.5 for James Harden. Also sprinkle on that triple double. Definitely shop around, but the best alpha I found was plus five fifty for James Harden tonight to record a triple double as well. Here, Ryan. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm glad you threw out the triple double because I just got in on that. Um, I expect him to have a monster night. Yeah, I agree. All right, uh, take us over to player prop number two. What do you got? Let's go to another snub here. We'll go Trey Young in Atlanta. Um, over 28 and a half points. I think he has a monster night against the Jazz. Um, he's gone over the 30 mark in two out of the last three games. Seems that he went through a little bit of a shooting slump a couple weeks ago. We touched on it in one of our PropCast episodes, but starting to shoot the basketball slowly better again. I think the volume will be there, the chip on the shoulder, the motivation. In, in the NBA, like in the 82-game gauntlet, in a marathon of a season, you look for these motivational angles. So, I mean, you you hit hit the nail right on the head. You, we want to take these guys tonight that are uh, not bitter, but a little bit of a, a bit actually bitter is right bitter, word. yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, rightfully so. I mean, yeah. it, it's it's their legacy, and they want to be an all star. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trey Young tonight, um, and we've seen it from Trey Young, right? I think this happened, I, I want to say, a few seasons ago where he wasn't selected to the All-Star game. And I think that following night, he just had a monster night. Um, tonight, they are playing. They're in Utah tonight, I believe. Um, 
yeah, going up against the uh, Utah Jazz here tonight. So, look, uh, I think that's probably much going to be our baseline here uh, for for this episode, at least for the propcast. And, and I think it, it's it's justified. It's rightfully so because these guys, there, there's contract incentives that we yep. don't know about for these guys to make all-star games or all-star appearances and all-star selections that is not really uh, available to the public, but it, those contract incentives are there. We talk about contract incentives for the NFL, right? When, when guys need, let's say, a 1,000 receiving yards. I'm just throwing examples out there. That that really does become public information at the end of the year. But for NBA, you know, we really don't get that. So I, I think definitely being selected to all-star teams is definitely a contract incentive. But, yeah, I agree about Trey Young here tonight. He should have a big night here, Ryan, against uh, the Utah Jazz. No doubt. Uh, and I did have an earlier, yeah, earlier match of this season where he did have 22 points and nine assists against them. But I think that he should get probably will get into a 30 point range here tonight uh, after the all star snub. All right. Let me go over to my next player prop. We'll keep the theme going here. Anthony Edwards over 27 and a half points here tonight uh, against the Orlando Magic. And, you know, Anthony Edwards, I think he's when he came into the league, I was. I feel like he wouldn't make that next leap as as being a a one of the top young talents in this team. And boy, have I been wrong. Um, he, he's just been absolutely phenomenal uh, for this Minnesota uh, Timberwolves team since they drafted him, uh, what was it, number two overall after LaMelo Ball. Um, but he's just been on a recent tear here, man. Last five games, he's playing close to 39 minutes per game. He's averaging 31.2 points in that span. But I think what really sticks out is the number of shot attempts he's also getting up, right? Over the last five games, he's averaging 23.4 shot attempts per game. He's also, uh, also I'm sorry, uh, attempting 8.8 threes per game uh, in that same span. He's gone over this projection of 27 and a half uh, in three out of the last five games. And in a matchup earlier this season against the same Orlando Magic team, he scored 35 points in that game where he shot 60% from the floor, 53.8% from uh, three-point land as well. If you want to go back a little further, I'm just going to rattle off quickly how many points he's put up. And this goes back to the 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 games against the Rockets. So since that time uh, in those games against Rockets, 44, 31, 37, 25, 34, 33. In his last game, he had 27 against the uh, Golden State Warriors. So I'm expecting another big night here for Anthony Edwards. If you want to ladder this up, up to 35, I'm going to try to find that number uh, while we get uh, Ryan's thoughts on uh, Anthony Edwards here tonight. Yeah, uh, this one was actually next on my list, so I'll alter it a little bit, and I'll go over 33.5 points and rebounds because not only is Edwards scoring the ball and getting up a lot of shot attempts, he's averaging 7.5 rebounds over the last five games. So you and I both think he's going to score 30-plus, so why not take his over 33.5 points and rebounds as well when he's grabbing about 6-7 a game? So, yeah, I'm with you. Uh, If you can find an alt on uh, Edwards tonight, I expect a huge night. I, I mean, the shot volume's there. You mentioned it with his field goal attempts, 26 and a half attempts. Uh, sorry, I can't talk right now. Um, over the last couple games, I mean, yeah. it, the FGAs are there to be had. <laughs> yeah, 100%. So for him to get 30-plus tonight here, I found some alternates. Uh, plus 135 for 30-plus. For 35-plus is plus 340. And if you want to go up to 40 here tonight, Nine to one here tonight, Ryan. Look, I won't be surprised if he drops 50 here tonight. I really won't. 
No, not at all. I mean, remember we played that the, the one uh, one Friday. Who's going to drop 50? This is our candidate tonight, I think. Him I and think Harden. We, yeah. I think we may have to start doing a segment on Friday. So uh, 50 Fridays. We'll come up yeah. with a name for it. And we get, we'll get a graphic out where we'll tweet out uh, the 50-plus uh, point odds yeah. and, and, and who we're giving out. Of, uh, put, put a quarter of a unit on each one. One yeah, of them's going to hit. Yeah, or I'm I'm gonna have to write this down. I, I think that's a great idea for us to <laughs> incorporate to the propcast here. Friday Friday night, fifty pieces. Yeah, there we go. Uh, all right, so let's keep it rolling here. Um, for my next one, I'm gonna go over to that game between the uh, Charlotte Hornets and the Detroit Pistons, and this was a guy I did back last night. Uh, Mason Plumley over on his rebounds here tonight against the Detroit Pistons. Um, you know, Mason Plumlee, uh, and people know me that have been listening to the NBA, but I'm not a fan of this guy. I don't think that he's very good, but he's proven me wrong this season where he's having a really incredible season or a pretty good season for the Charlotte Hornets. I know uh, as a team, they're not doing very well. I mean, the record indicates that, uh, but Mason Plumlee has been probably one of their more um, consistent players so far this season for his team. Um He's averaging on the season 9.8 rebounds. But I, I think that he has a great matchup here tonight going up against the uh, Detroit Pistons, which I know he did play for um, uh, for one season uh, back in the 2020-2021 season. Um, so I'm going over on his 11.5 rebounds here tonight. He did have a matchup earlier this season against this Detroit Pistons team where he scored 12 points, but more importantly, eight, he grabbed 18 rebounds in that game. You kind of look at his numbers over the past couple of games. He had 11 rebounds last night uh, against the Sh- uh, Chicago Bulls. He had 14 against the Milwaukee Bucks. He had 12 uh, against the Sh- uh, Chicago Bulls again. And if you kind of just look at what some of the opposing centers have been able to do against the Detroit Pistons. And I'm trying to see uh, if I can pull those numbers up here real quick. Uh, Yeah, I have it right here. So against the Detroit Pistons, in particular opposing centers, um, they have been able to get, let's see, let me get the stats here against the Pistons. So, yeah, like I mentioned, Mason Plumlee earlier this season at 18 rebounds, but Zubac, uh, of the Clippers in two games against the Pistons this season, averaged 16 and a half rebounds. Jakob Hurdle of the Spurs, 16 rebounds. Anthony Davis in two games against the Pistons, 15 and a half rebounds. He averaged, bam, like we talked about in one game earlier, had 15 rebounds. Even uh, Goga uh, Patats. Uh, Patatse, yeah, I'm saying that right. <laughs> the, the Pacers. 15 rebounds. Jalen Smith, uh, the Pacers again, 15 rebounds. Jonas Valanciunas, 14 rebounds. Sabonis had 13. So you kind of see where I'm going here. We're opposing centers have had success against this Pistons team. So if you want to ladder this up, I, th- I don't think that's a bad idea. Uh, but for official, the number right now at the sportsbook, sitting at 11.5 for Mason Plumlee to get over on his rebounds here tonight, Ryan. Yeah, you mentioned it with uh, Plumley. He's kind of just over. That's been his whole NBA career. Is he just overachieves what the expectation is? And I, I think he gets kind of a bad rep because he's a Duke guy, honestly. And everybody <laughs> likes to hate on the Duke guys, myself included. But he gets a lot done, uh, in, in my opinion. So I like that over at eleven and a half rebounds. Kind of just does his job, stays in his role, and a good role player. Yep. All right, uh, Ryan, take us over to your next player prop. What do you got? And this one will be the best bet, correct? 
Okay, so yeah, yeah, you gave out three already, right? Yep. Yeah, Harden, okay, so the, uh, <clears throat> Young, and Edwards. Okay, so let me give out mine, and then we'll get to uh, best bets, and I'll throw that parlay out as well. So, um, last one for me, I'm going to go uh, Demonis Sabonis here tonight over on his points and rebounds. Uh, this is actually going to be the first game back for him uh, in Indiana since the trade between him and Halliburton, uh, which uh, happened last season, right around this time. Um, I know the Kings are going to be without uh, De'Aaron Fox here tonight. He's out for personal reasons. I believe he is. Um, uh, his wife is giving birth to their baby girl, I believe, is what I one of my buddies were telling me. Uh, so he'll be out for this game. Uh, but we, I just talked about how well opposing centers have rebounded against the Detroit Pistons, and I think that is also true for opposing centers going up against the Indiana Pacers. You know, Miles Turner, a guy that should be averaging double-digit rebounds, but we know he's a guy, uh, at least on the offensive end, that likes to hang around the three-point line and shoot those three-point shots, and, and he's a pretty good shooter. But, you know, opposing centers, and I'll go down this list again here quickly. Rudy, Rudy Gobert, two games against the Pacers this season, 18.5 rebounds. Zubac, 18 rebounds. Isaiah Stewart of the Pistons, 17. Bismarck Biombo. Backup center who was filling in for the uh, Phoenix Suns while DeAndre Aiden was out. He had 16 rebounds. Julius Randle in two games uh, this season against the Pacers, averaging 15 rebounds. Onyeke Kongwu, 14 rebounds in two games. Uh, the number right now for Sabonis uh, for points and rebounds is at 35 and a half. And in a game right now, uh, or tonight, without, like I mentioned, De'Aaron Fox, he may have to do a little bit more of the scoring. Um, and he's also going to have to – he does get the rebounds. There's no question about that. The guy leads the league in rebounds so far this season. So my last player prop here, Ryan, points and rebounds for Sabonis here tonight, over 35-and-a-half. Yeah, you mentioned it, why the uh, Pacers have struggled on the glass because they traded Sabonis last year. So yeah, it's uh, – yeah, sense. so it, the angle is simple here. I, I like that uh, – You. The Pacers have struggled against teams on the glass. Sabonis, obviously, an all-star, deservingly so. Revenge angle. I'm all for it. I like the Sabonis uh, overprop there. Yep. All right, before we get into Ryan's best bet, uh, let me tell our listeners about all the contests that are happening over on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network for the big game. First one, the Squares Contest. SGPN is giving away $1,000 in their big game Squares Contest. It's completely free to, free to enter. All you have to do is follow the Sports Gambling Podcast on Spotify and give them a rating. It literally takes two seconds, guys, to hit that follow button, leave a five-star rating for the Sports Gambling Podcast, and then just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter for your chance to win a free big game square. Again, subscribe uh, and follow on Spotify for the Sports Gambling Podcast. Leave them a, a, a rating. There's not even reviews on Spotify. You got to do is re- leave them a five-star rating. And then just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash squares to enter for your free chance uh, to win a $1,000 prize pool for the squares contest. And then also... Uh, the big game bingo contest. We've done this a lot. We did it for the NBA uh, MLK day. I know we did it for Christmas day for the NFL. Um, so we're doing a big uh, game bingo contest for um, uh, the Eagles and the chiefs game and also get signed up. It's, it's on the SGPN app. All you have to do is get, uh, I got to do is go to the app, 
Just follow the instructions. You just got to subscribe, I think, to the NFL Gambling Podcast and the Sports Gambling Podcast YouTube accounts. Um, and, and then every single winner for the bingo contest gets a $57 SGPN gift card and kind of in true with uh, the Super Bowl 57. So uh, every winner will get $57 SGPN gift card. Um, but you have to be subscribed, like I mentioned, to the Sports Gambling Podcast and the NFL Gambling Podcast on YouTube to win. Again, free to enter for both contests, and they're both exclusively only on the SGPN apps. All right, Ryan, give us your best bet, and then I will close it out with a uh, a triple-double <clears throat> parlay that I do like for tonight. So give out your best bet. So I'm going to keep it simple here, and I'm not, you're going to do the triple-double. For my best bet, I'm going to go a double-double. Okay. Uh, Siakam, all-star snub, playing your Rockets. I mean, a great angle here. I, he has owned the Rockets as of late, uh, pulling up what Siakam's done against those Houston Rockets. He had 29 and 12 in the last meeting. He had a 30 game. He didn't get 10 rebounds that game, but he had 30, uh, 21 and 10 the game before that, 24 and 9, 17 and 10, 22 and 12. So I'm going to take a stab at a dog here as my best bet, plus 280 for uh, Pascal Siakam here to get a double double. And I think you look at a triple-double, too. I think it's an ultimate uh, motivational spot for Siakam against a team that just completely struggles on the defensive end. I'm not going to argue against it. And I think that um, Siakam and all these guys that we pretty much talked about, which was pretty much the theme for our show here today, was guys that got snubbed and that are just going to come out and play basketball. But outside of that, we also talked about how also the numbers and and – the matchups for these guys going up against these opposing teams tonight, they they have a, a plus matchup, right? And again, you mentioned it with Pascal Siakam against the Rockets. He's had four double-doubles in the, what, the past seven games. He yep. fell one rebound short uh, in a prior matchup back in 2019. The Rockets are going to be without Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr. in this game. And as great as Shane Goon has been playing for this Rockets team, he does tend to get into foul trouble. And I think that is a concern for him. Uh, but if he's going to be, if he does get into foul trouble tonight, uh, the points are not a concern for Siakam. You know, he's also going to uh, get the rebounds because, again, the Rockets really don't have that big man. Um, they do have Jabari Smith, who's been rebounding, but I think the opportunity for the rebounds are definitely going to be there for Siakam. And again, the numbers are backing it up, or he's had plenty of double doubles against the Houston Rockets. The matchup last year, their last matchup back in April, he fell three assists short of getting a triple-double in that game. So I think the possibility yeah. is definitely going to be there for Siakam here tonight against the Rockets, Ryan. Yeah, I don't see a triple-double listed, but uh, if right before tip you see it available, I think you sprinkled something on that. I think big yeah. night for Siakam here. Yeah, let me sniff it down if I can here because there's one book that usually has them out. Siakam 25-1 to here tonight. For a oh, triple-double. Yeah. I like it. Uh, I'm on it. Yeah. I can't argue against it. All right. So for my best bet, it was what we talked about at the top of the show was James Harden points and assists over 32 and a half. But since it is Friday, why don't we just have a little bit of fun? Put some pizza or some beer money on on this um, triple-double uh, parlay. So I'm going to go James Harden like we talked about. I currently see him at 6-1 to one to record uh, a triple-double. And then I'm also going to go LaMelo Ball here tonight. I think that's another guy that we didn't discuss, Ryan, that I know he missed time uh, with an injury as well, but I think that eventually that LaMelo Ball, either next year or the following year, will be on the all-star team. And I know last night he got ejected from the game against his, his brother's team, the Chicago Bulls, but 
I think this is a guy that can go out here tonight coming off pissed off that, you know, maybe he thinks that he did get slided from the All-Star game and coming out also that he got ejected last night uh, from the game. He comes out and plays well. His triple-double is right now at uh, plus 850. If you want to parlay those two together, it comes out to about 66 to 1. And then just for kicks here, Ryan, we'll throw in Pascal Siakam. Yeah, I was going to say, what's that one, Pay? Triple-double at 25 to 1. Are you ready for this? This if this three leg uh, uh, triple double hits tonight, this number is at plus hundred and seventy two thousand eight hundred for ad parlay to hit. So if you put a hundred dollars on this parlay, oh, let's say we said pizza money, so let's just do ten dollars on it. Yeah, ten bucks. Ten bucks will get you seventeen thousand two hundred eighty dollars. Ten bucks to win seventeen k can't beat it, baby. Yeah. Uh, so and then I don't know if you guys, if they're truly degenerates out there, you want to round robin it. I'm not going to go through all that, but um, <laughs> Pascal Siakam to record a triple double, James Harden to record a triple double, and Lamelo Ball to record a triple double. A hundred and seventy two thousand eight hundred odds uh, to hit that triple double. But I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to go with the uh, Lamelo Ball and James Harden. Triple double here tonight. Parlay together. I am going to play those straight up as well, uh, but parlay gets you close to sixty six to one for those two guys that record a triple double here tonight, Ryan. So hopefully, uh, one of those guys gets a triple double, if not both, and we have ourselves a night here, my man. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna round robin it. I think I All think right. we can, I think I think we can get two out of three here. So I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna round robin it. So yeah, let's go. And I was also trying to look for Anthony Edwards. Uh, 50 piece here tonight. It only goes up to 40, but let me see if there's an alt on one of these other books. That's pretty good about it. Um, Anthony Edwards. Not nah, only goes up to 40, 40 at nine to one. I think that's a pretty solid bet for tonight. Uh, since he did have 35 in an earlier matchup against the Orlando magic. All right. That's going to do it for this edition of the prop cast. Ryan, anything else we need to mention before we get out of here, my man? No, get in on those triple-doubles. Let's go. Yeah, triple-double night. Get in on all those all-star snubs here tonight. Again, guys, bet responsibly. Uh, Don't go too crazy. Don't go through your bankroll because there are, what, 500 college basketball games tomorrow, Ryan? Yes, I think uh, 163 or maybe it's 153 where it's a down day. Colby will release his top 100. So okay, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really want to see what Kobe does when he's like circling these games where he's highlighting on which 100 you should be watching here this weekend. I think this um, one should be number 72 instead of number 73. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so make sure to follow Ryan on Twitter at Moneyline underscore Mac. Follow me on Twitter at SportsNerd824. Again, make sure to follow and oh, sorry, listen to Ryan on the College Basketball Experience every single night. Uh, the guys go through the following day's uh, schedule for college basketball. We're getting ever so closer to March Madness and uh, conference tournament play. So now is the time to tune into the college basketball experience. And with NFL winding down, the good time to get into the NBA right now with the trade deadline next week and also all-star weekend. Um, all right, that's going to do it. Make sure to get into those uh, big game contests. Just download the app, uh, the SGPN app. Make it easy for yourselves and just follow the instructions. You'll get in. Everything is free to enter. Uh, we will talk to you guys next week. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.